and specifically natural sciences, we're going to talk about some mysteries, but these are mysterious natural phenomena. So get out your notebooks, get out your pencils, let's chat. Good morning, class. My name is Rob. This is Everyday Heroes under the official Rob Glasser Network. This is the series that covers all things informational, educational, but still very fun. And this is one of our class in session videos. We're going to talk about uh, natural sciences, specifically some mysterious natural phenomena that, while somewhat um, explainable, not so much. So let's dive in really quick. All right, so number one, this is called volcanic lightning. How freaking cool is that? So according to ourbreathingplanet.com, the link is up there for you guys. Um, this is something that has awed so many people who have witnessed it throughout the ages. When you consider the entire area of Earth's surface, volcanic eruptions themselves remain rare, and in recent times, has finally advanced enough to provide sufficient warning. However, incidents of volcanic lightning appear only in a tiny percentage of these eruptions, which makes solving the mystery quite difficult. Many people, scientists and amateurs alike, continue to look into what it is. They first want to point out the sheer power of volcanic lightning, you can tell from the picture here. It creates one of the greatest concentrations of energy in nature. The amount of raw energy released in the form of volcanic lightning during an eruption rivals the entire supercell thunderstorm. We can talk about those on a different show if you guys would like, but this is a lot of power in one phenomenon. This type of lightning forms much closer to the ground. It also doesn't always move downward like regular lightning does, yet the incredible powerful bolts of electricity stay almost entirely contained within the plume of volcanic ash. Um, those rare times it occurs also involve planian eruptions, which are the most powerful type of eruptions. Volcanologists have proposed numerous theories to explain, but none of them have proven conclusive proof. Um, so, this is pretty cool. We know that it probably has something to do with the power of the volcano, as well as the weather around it. But this almost looks like something out of a Greek myth. It's like Zeus, you know, fighting, um, uh, was it the giants that he banned to Hades? But this is a freaking cool looking thing, guys. What do you think? You know, if you want, snap a picture, take this down. Um, the website here has more information on things like supercell thunderstorms as a comparison plenty of eruptions and all that stuff as well. But moving on to the next one here. These are called Naga fireballs. Um, so these elusive Naga fireballs, of course, poor quality in this particular photo, but witnesses say the mysterious lights often compare them to a regular fireball, thus the name. They remain highly localized phenomenon with people spotting them mainly along the Mekong River and have only been reported along a specific 155-mile section of said river. So not only is it specified to that area, but it's literally a specific area in the area that it mainly occurs. While they appear throughout the year, more occur during, a, during the full moon in late autumn more than any other night. This fact merely makes more of a mystery behind them. 
These so-called fireballs appear to rise from the water, and the reason remains unknown. They can get to almost 1,000 feet in the air, at topping out at about 985 feet, and they disappear, and they're glowing a red-orange color. Now, obviously, in this image, it's white, obviously because of the quality, but if you were to search other photos of this, you might see the coloration. They also appear in apparent uh, size from mere speck to the size of a basketball. Furthermore, sometimes only a handful, while others you can get thousands at once. Some propose that flammable phosphine gas from the swamps may explain these fireballs, yet such would neither ignite spontaneously nor remain burning long enough to rise. So the mystery continues. This is also pretty cool. It might be a trick of the weather, it might be a trick of the water. It could be chemicals in the water mixing with chemicals in the air. But as they said, you would need a lot more gas and a lot more ignition to keep them up and to have them glowing. So what do you think? Now I'm gonna take this down for a minute because the next one here we don't have a picture for, but it's pretty cool. These are the, known as the ringing rocks. These are located in Bucks County, Pennsylvania in the US. So my neck of the woods here. Striking the rocks with a hammer causes the stone to make a ringing sound as if they're hollow. But of course, they're not. Despite number, numerous scientific studies, the reason for the sound remains unknown. You can check out more info on them through the blog. Um, <clears throat> but the mysterious nature of the ringing rocks isn't limited to just the fact that the ringing itself remains completely unexplained. The various rocks that compose these things are formed from basic volcanic basalt and many other mysteries surround this formation. One, not every one of the stones actually rings when struck. Okay. The boulder field, or collection of the rocks, covers an approximate area of 7.7 .7 acres and has a depth of almost 10 feet. As a result of slides, boulder fields on the hillside always form at the bottom of the hill. However, the one that they were looking at in this particular blog sits near the top. Again, why? The surrounding area is thickly wooded, yet there is obviously no sign of animal activity around the ringing rocks. Countless trees go, but no one ever seems to settle onto the boulder field itself. Interesting. And lastly, the field has been there for over 12,000 years. So again, a bunch of stones that aren't hollow, some ring, some don't. No animal or plant life seems to want to be in that specific area and they're just there. Why? Not exactly sure. All right, so the next one, we're gonna pop back on some images for you. These are called earthquake lights. Now, earthquake lights have been around for centuries, but sightings are virtually unpublicized until we started getting photography. They appear either before, during, or immediately after the earthquake, and they look similar to what an aurora, like aurora borealis would look like, but their colors typically are white and blue. Unlike auroras, they rarely appear at altitudes more than two miles high, and the lights rarely last more than a few seconds. However, on a couple of occasions, you've gotten ones that lasted for about 10 minutes. And because of that, again, scientists have a hard time studying. The lights seem to appear at different distances from the epicenter of the earthquake. Sometimes they almost directly over, while at times they can be as far away as 250 miles. They could even occur over an ocean. The only thing scientists know for sure about these guys is that the strength of the earthquake um, uh, has been reported with ratings of five or more on the Richter scale. 
The leading theory of their origin uh, involves the release of ionized oxygen by breaking of certain stone types. Unfortunately, like most bands on the list, their rarity means that quality photos remain virtually non-existent. And even in this photo here, they had to put the arrows for you to actually see where it was, because honestly, class, I wouldn't have seen where it was going. Now, the last one on the list here for our uh, five is ball lightning. Now, this stuff's pretty cool. Um, Ball lightning has been cited all the way back since ancient Greece. Uh, even uh, historical figures like young Tsar Nicholas reportedly encountered an occurrence during a church service in the 19th century. Prior to 1963, scientists dismissed it as no more than urban myth. However, a group of scientists who witnessed it, um, uh, they, they, well, I'm sorry, they witnessed it during a airplane flight which changed their minds. Since then, research has expanded, but none have confirmed a theory. The phenomenon appears in association with thunderstorms, but the orbs last far longer than usual lightning, up to several minutes. They also range in size from tiny specks to over 10 feet. Colors vary and can include white, yellow, and orange. Also, many reports claim that orbs eventually explode violently. One researcher in the 18th century actually died in front of witnesses when he came in contact with the orb of lightning. Now, generally speaking, class, you don't want to be near lightning ever for any reason. Lightning is dangerous. It obviously can cause a lot of problems. So the fact that this individual was in contact and passed from it is not that surprising. So lightning, stay away. Stay away from lightning. In 2014, um, an observer actually captured the optical spectrum of lightning. This is one of the few pictures we got but everything remains a mystery. Now, I know I said we're doing five, but I'm giving you a bonus here. And this is actually from one of my past ones from Unexplained Phenomenon we did a few days ago. These are called the Hestalen Lights. Now, this phenomenon remains confined to an area in rural Norway, and is specifically a 7.5-mile valley there. The first reporting sighting was back in 1930. Some people say they hover. Other times, they seem to move like ball lightning. But unlike ball lightning, they don't actually have association with any kind of storm. They just kind of appear specifically when it's calm and clear skies. Um, they can appear yellow, white, or red, normally last mere seconds. They also occur less frequently than other phenomena. On average, people spot them only 10 to 20 times in an entire year, which is really not a lot. A research team that's been studying them since 1983 and others have proposed numerous theories, but still all of them have no reasoning. One of the theories they have is a rare form of combustion involving a rare element called scan scandium that is found in the valley. Another theory involves dusty plasma, but neither of those things have been brought to fruition. So what do you guys think? Pretty cool stuff, right? I hope you guys got this down. We might come back to this later. Hope you guys enjoyed it, though. As always, guys, thank you so much for coming to class. We got another class today. We're going to be having history class. So hopefully you guys are ready for that. Thanks for watching. Uh, stay curious. And class is out of session till around 1215. We will see you then, guys.